Pulp MX Network production. It's the NFAB Racer X Fantasy Moto Show on PulpMX.com. Presented by Scott Motorsports, Rocky Mountain MC, and Pro Taper. Welcome, everybody, to the NFAB Racer X Fantasy Moto Show. Thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. N-Fab.com, proudly built in Houston, Texas, USA. Great guys. Uh, Jeep, truck, and SUV parts, whether it's bumpers, whether it's uh, light mounting solutions, whether it's steps. If you got a Jeep, truck, or SUV, you're looking to accessorize it, N-Fab.com, everybody. We can give you a little bit of a deal, too, if you email us using the contact form on pulpamex.com. And NFAB, proud sponsors of the Rocky Mountain ATV MC team with uh, a Boss, Millsaps, and uh, Blake Baggett. And also to the JGR, NFAB, JGR, Suzuki guys, a uh, big part of that team as well. So NFAB folks uh, really support the sport, and uh, we thank those guys as well. And Pro Taper, the Fusion, the Fusion Handlebar, the one-third waffle grip, twister throttle tube, the micro bar. If you got a little kid, uh, please look into that micro line of, of products. Uh, KGSC people use it as well. ProTaper.com, Geico Honda, Rockstar Husky, JGR Suzuki all use ProTaper bars and sprockets. It's fantastic quality, uh, and we thank those guys. RMFantasySX.com for the 2018 Supercross season. Please check that out. Uh, it's powered by Rocky Mountain ATV MC, the premier source for power sports gear, parts, and accessories. And again, the Rocky Mountain guys support the Baggett Millsaps Bloss uh, KTM team, uh, title sponsor on that deal. So we thank the Rocky Mountain folks. Scott Sports. Uh, Scott Goggles, Prospect Goggle out. Uh, great goggle, great price as well uh, compared to some of the other uh, goggles like that. At Scott Motorsports on the social media, scott-sports.com, Auto Trader, Toyota, JGR, Yamaha, BT, uh, Rocky Mountain, KTM. Trey Kennard uh, wore Scott, although of course he hung it up. Uh, Blake Baggett, P- Porcel up in Canada, Caleb Russell, Chad Weenan, all running Scott. And uh, too, uh, I use a Scott mountain bike. People. All right, so let's get right into it. Uh, our, our fantasy scores from last week playing motocross fantasy four riders season is winding down here while shugel this weekend millville last weekend we got a few new guys uh coming into the race this weekend and a few guys uh not lining up as well for Washugal. so it's important to uh watch your picks this is a west coast race too so you'll have the odd guys showing up justin heft as well uh will be there uh, in Washugal. tyler bowers is racing so keep an eye on those guys after practice i'm sure maybe uh maybe tommy weeks lining up um in 250 class you never know so it's always important to watch to keep an eye on the qualifying times after practice. So, all right, to, to delve into this and much more, uh, how to win fantasy, how we did, and everything else, uh, first up from flyracing.com, he's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Not too much. Just trying to get to Washougal. I'm in, I'm in Seattle, and flight's delayed, and bad weather here, and all kinds of stuff's going on, but hopefully it, I'll be at uh, Washougal sometime today. It's the beautiful Pacific Northwest. How could weather be bad up there in the summer? Jeez. Yeah, it never happens. Um, also on the line from Get and Athena, Dan Truman. What's up, Dan? How are you? Oh, I'm good. I had my best fantasy weekend of the year, finally. Finally uh, got some points. And, uh, yeah, okay. making a comeback. I moved, moved up to inside the top 50. Um, last week, Southwick, I scored an unbelievable 699 points. And this week, I did not. Maybe, Dan, just maybe, I got a little lucky at Southwick. Just maybe. Just I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm saying for sure. I, I don't know, but I didn't quite back up Southwick. Uh, 436 points for me. So, didn't quite do it. Um, all right, let's get into it. Uh, Jerry Robin 
was my arch enemy. He apologized to me even on Twitter. Uh, he went DNF, DNF at his home track. And now he has left that team, I guess, spike problems, and now he's on his own. But uh, Jerry Robin got me. I, I vowed never to pick him. I uh, stayed strong. and um, But it, 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 it didn't work. Um, he, he couldn't do it at his home track. I really, really, he killed me. He fell in the first moto, and then he was up to, like, 32nd and he needed to be he was a 15 i think and then uh he fell out and then that was it so uh i got screwed but uh i did pick hunter sales uh qualifying time was impressive so picked hunter sales uh 76 points he was the number two pick savachi was number one joey has burnt me a little bit so i stayed away but um i should have known about that secret the secret chassis testing that that he did and those hole shots that he would get uh i had adam cincerillo he was a, a two and i thought he would do well with a week off and he did 72 points I had Shane McElrath, um, who crashed his way out of a double point spot in the first moto, late in the moto, and the second moto he got a third. So I was sort of right that McElrath would be good, uh, but uh, maybe not. And then, of course, Jerry Robin. He did get me one point. Uh, very, very depressing. Uh, Dan, who'd you have in 250s? Uh, in 250s, uh, I couldn't pick Jerry Robin, or I probably would have, just like you. I think JT could have picked him, and he stayed away, which it's just tough for me. He looks so good on paper. He qualifies good in his home track. So uh, I know a lot of people got burned by him, but he could have easily got 50 points, you know, or 100 yeah. points. Yeah. So. Yep. Um, I couldn't pick him. He burned me at Southwick, so I was fine with that. I picked, uh, I did pick Savachi. It was the first time I picked him this year. Uh-huh. And I just thought, you know, I didn't know about the chassis test and everything everyone was talking about. And, um, yeah, I picked Savachi and I picked AC as well for the same reason you, you said, the off week and everything else. So I did really good with those two. Yeah. I missed out on the Hunter sales. I, I was trying to go with stronger guys was my, my theory. And, uh, he did really good at Redbud. He got points in one moto, but in every other moto this year, he has been outside the top 25. So, um, but he wasn't 18, yeah, was, but he wasn't 18. So he wasn't 18. No. So yeah. it, it was kind of, for me, it was, he was on my team actually. And, um, I swapped him out for Bradley Taft and I mean, Taft was 11th, the first moto. He was a handicap 14 and his bike breaks. Uh, I'm losing my mind. I'm texting the team. I said some things I probably should have said. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and I texted Seth Rarick and I said, go over there and do something. And he sends me a video back and, and Taft's fine. And I'm like, okay, at least he's good for moto two. And he got 50 points in moto two. It's just like, yeah. That one bike doesn't break. You know, I have an awesome day. I scored 550 points, I think, and I would have had a great day, you know? Yeah. Um, so my, I, I looked at uh, McElrath. I don't think McElrath was a terrible pick uh, for you at all. I think that was a great pick. It just Moto 1 didn't work out. Yeah, you know but I mean? he was, he was uh, until late, he was in double point spot. He was in 11th or something, or, you know? Yeah, yep. yeah. My last guy was Cantrell. I was big on Cantrell all weekend. He was a nine handicap. Yeah. Um, and he qualified ninth, so yeah. I was like, ah, I mean, he'll be good. And both motos, he crashed on the first or second lap. Yeah. Uh, he built. He still. He still paid off. He got good points, but yeah, it could have easily been a um, seventy to eighty point day with him. You know, without the crashes, he rode really good, but you know, he started in the back. So. And, and he's got overall, a lot of. He's got time at Millville too. He spent some time there. So. Yeah. So overall, I was pretty good. I had two hundred two hundred seventy six points. Um, so mm-hmm. it was, you know, it was a decent two fifty day. Uh, I stayed away from John Ames. I really thought about it again, but he's burnt me so many times. Uh, I stayed away, and he got 72 points. So John Ames was the guy that I'm like, do I do it? Do I go John Ames? Uh, I couldn't do it, though. I should have. JT, who'd you have? 
Um, I had a decent team, and uh, similar to you guys, it was like pretty good all day, but one guy just blew it. Um, so I had Josiah Hempen, which I've gone back and forth. It's the second time I've ever picked him. And he was the guy that his bike didn't start at Muddy Creek, mm-hmm. and I was very upset. Uh, and then the second Muddy did great, but um, he's had a he's had a rough history with DNF. So I feel like a 24th overall um, is is a decent day from him. It could have been better, could have been worse, but at least he didn't give me that that dreaded DNF, right? Uh, which just kills your team. My you know my killer for the day, and Hempen was let's see here sixth best pick of the day. So I can definitely live with that. Um, my my brutal pick was Bradley Leonette. Uh, I mean, he just he didn't do much of anything. Uh, I don't know what he was doing out there at the beginning of the year. He was a guy that no matter what, he wasn't going to quit. He was just fighting to be in you know somewhere in between twenty and thirty, and and maybe better. Uh, but he just didn't have it. I mean, I don't know what he was doing out there um, this past week. And he was in the thirties all day. Every time I saw him on TV, he was just rolling around. Um, so pretty brutal day for for him being on my team. Um, after I had uh, I had big expectations for him, he wasn't didn't do anything. So. Yeah, you could have picked Jerry Robin though. Could have been worse. Yeah, I just you know what I I had him on my team. He's obviously you know big talk as far as fantasy goes or what you're gonna, if you're going to pick him or not. Um, I just couldn't do it. I was too scared, too worried about the DNF. Uh, and I mean you know luckily I didn't pick him at the last minute. I mean it went back and forth in the last ten minutes whether I was picking him and I, I basically picked my team and put my phone away because I, I was too tempted i didn't think i could keep myself away from it so i i made the right decision um but this weekend's a new weekend and i have to face it all again so we'll see i picked adam Cincerillo. that was good uh he was a two and you know he even on his not so great days he's been able to fight back inside near the top 10 um i was hoping for a little bit better than a six six on the day but that's all right i'll take it 36 points each moto um it's a strong pick for sure and then my last pick was Hunter Sales. You guys touched on a little bit. A um, little scary, but he's been fast. And uh, I knew he did good well at Redbud, and, and the track's pretty similar at Melville to Redbud. So, um, yeah, yeah, a solid day. So, um, you know, with my guys, I had the number two pick, the number three pick, and the number six pick, which that, that should be a great team. But then you put in a Leonette who, uh, let's see how many points he got. Um yeah, he's trying to find him on my screen here. Um, he got 20 points on the day. So, um, no, sorry, he got – wait, did he get 50 points? Oh, I guess the second moto, he, he yeah. got 20 seconds. I take it back. Yeah, he got 52 points. So, um, two, three, six, and uh, and Leonette's back there with 52 points. So, better than I actually remember the day being. Uh, uh-huh. I just remember that first moto feeling like an idiot. So, <laughs> wasn't too bad. Yeah, um, it was uh... – Outside of Jerry Robin, if Jerry Robin would have got me 40 points even, I would have had 500 points and been pretty happy. But, uh, oh, well. Um, All right, 450s from Millville. Uh, Zach Williams was the number one pick, and uh, I get him and the other Williams mixed up. Uh, Which one is from Minnesota? Is it Zach? I think both of them are. Both of them are? Okay. I should have picked Zach because – Oh, go ahead. Cody rides. Cody rides the 250, though. He's number. You know. He's, yeah. They're, they're different classes. Uh, Zach Williams was once Wentland's teammate on that Honda team, and uh, he did ride well at Millville before. So I thought about that and really remembered that. And but now he's a privateer, and I, I didn't pick him. But he was number one point, number one guy, 94 points. Van Martin was next, and you know what? Van Martin, he's usually up there, isn't he, Dan? 
Like I, we should look Van, at Van, Van Martin has probably been on average the best fantasy pick since mm-hmm. round one. Right? Um, yeah. He's just not. And I don't know if JT had him or not. I I didn't pick him, but I was telling myself I should pick Van. The only thing that scared me, I follow him on social media. He only raced the the 450 class, I think, or something because he the entry list was full, and then he like didn't have a bike or something. It was kind of confusing, and. uh so, yeah, anyway, I didn't pick him, but he's solid, man. He just doesn't quit. That's his biggest thing. He doesn't quit, and uh, he's, he's good for fantasy purposes. Underrated, yeah, I huh? Yeah. I had him at Southwick, yeah, so I couldn't pick him uh, at Millville, but I wanted to. I would have picked him again. <laughs> uh, underrated, yeah. Van Martin was number one pick. Uh, number three pick was Barsha. Uh, I had him. Um Pick Barsha, we talked about him last week going in. He was a two, and we all thought that would be a good pick with the sandier, looser soil of, of Millville, something that Barsha is pretty good at. Josh Moseman uh, was the next pick pick. I also had him, too. Uh, he did pretty well. He was a 13, and uh, he's been pretty solid. Uh, I had Christian Craig. He was a one, and I thought he would do pretty well because he spent so much time at Millville before. And I thought he would get a start. He never got the start, but seven, seven, sixty points—not bad. He's in the top ten of guys. And my last guy that I picked uh, was a guy that um, I tried to uh, get on last week, and I missed it. I thought about it, missed it, and he did really well this week. He burned me. Cody Cam, the snowcross guy, uh, Wisconsin dude. Figured he'd had some time at Millville before. I think he qualified pretty well. And Cody Cam came through at Southwick, was it or Red Bud? One of those races, Red Red Bud. Yeah, and I did not pick him, and so I'm like, I'm getting, I'm getting me some Cody Cam, and I got me some Cody Cam, and I didn't like it. I'll return that uh, Cody Cam pick. Uh, JT, who'd you have? I had Zach Williams. He was the highlight of my 450 class, and basically from there, it just uh, takes a huge dump right on <laughs> right on my team. Um, I had Dylan Merriam, okay, who DNF DNF the first moto, which was spectacular. Uh, and then the second one, we got 50 points, so a little bounce back there. I had not picked him since Glen Helen, uh, but he hurt himself at Glen Helen, too. I don't think he's raced since then. Um, and I, I was very, very furious because he, he hurt me at Glen Helen, too, um, hurt himself and hurt me, uh, my team. So not a great overall day for him, 54 points, uh, but at least he made up something in the second moto. It only gets worse from there, though, folks. So I had Isaac Teasdale. And, oh, boy. Yeah, th- didn't go real well. Uh, first moto, he was doing great. Um, he was 21st or 22nd. And, yeah, I don't know if he crashed or bike broke, but he went all the way to third, and with it, so did my team. Uh, <laughs> second, second moto, he bounced back and got a 22nd. So he got me 42 points in the day, but uh, obviously nothing like what it could have been. He should have been a 70-plus point guy all day long. And then it gets worse. I also got Cody Cams, just like you did. Yeah, Cody Cams. Yeah, 26-36. And to make it even worse, the first moto, he's like 21st or 22nd place. And I don't know what happened on the last lap or second to last lap, but he goes back to 26. So I'm like, all right, you know, whatever. He got double points. Wasn't great. Yeah. The second moto, he backs that up with a 36. Just great. Just spectacular. Exactly. But hold on a second, though. Hold on. I believe you had Cody Cam at Red Butt. One of you guys did. I did not. Dan? No, I had I had him at Southwick and he burned me, but I heard his snow track broke at Millville and no one in the pits had one, so that's why he didn't make a second moto did he? I'm done with these snowcross guys. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> now I thought Southwick, I picked him in like the sand and the snow. It's the it's same. same thing. <laughs> uh, okay, JT, what I'm else? Out. 
What else happened? That was it. <laughs> Those are my guys. Those oh. are my- Teasdale, Cam. Oh, boy. Zach, Zach Williams was good. Yeah. No problem there. Uh, yeah. Dylan Merriam was good one moto. Yeah. And the other two were just, was, you know, one moto and one moto decent, one moto terrible. It was just a bad, it was a bad day in my 450 class. You- I ended up the day with 487 total. Okay. So ahead of you, but my 450 class was just a, you know, yep. flaming pile of dog dew. Uh, all right, let's get into the uh, picks for Washugo and Fab. Wait, I didn't get to tell you. Oh, I yeah. You my losers. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, Dan. I have a, I have a funny story of Dylan Merriam. Okay. Uh, I, I went, like, I was trying to go safe, so I went Barsha, Christian Craig, and then I, I did Zach Williams, I just thought, because he was a local. And I also picked Merriam as my fourth guy, mainly because he's supposedly known as not a quitter and in really good shape. That's what we were told. So I reached out on Twitter, like, this is like 15 minutes before the moto, and I tweeted him and Heath Harrison, and I said, hey, you guys are on my team. Please don't let me down. And he wrote me back and said he was solid, he's good, the whole deal. Uh, Harrison didn't write me back, so I didn't pick Harrison. I was like, all right, something must be wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't pick him. (laughs) And after the first moto, I I wrote so many tweets to Marion and then deleted them, and I never ended up sending one, but... I wrote so many of them and was going. I, I'm glad I didn't send any of them. I was I was drinking, um, <laughs> but man, I don't know what happened. He quit on like the second lap of the first moto. So yeah, I got I got screwed by him like JT did. But it was pretty funny. He wrote me back on Twitter, said he was good. And yeah. Fifteen uh, minutes later, he, fifteen minutes later, he pulls off. But I mean, what are these guys going to do? Write you back and be like, dude, stay away from me. You guys, you I mean you don't quit. Just don't quit. You guys are both. Happen. You guys are both racers. You know how that goes. I was too, somewhat. You know, you're not gonna. You always don't come quit. in hoping for the best, right? Yeah. I mean, don't there's some quit. guys who are just like. I mean, some guys are just like, no, I'm out of shape. You know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah, not. Yeah. Don't pick me. You know what I mean? I mean. So, yeah, but that anyway. happened earlier. Somebody said he was out of shape, and then they killed it in fantasy. We heard. Yeah, he got he got 100 points. I pulled him on my team with two minutes to go at Lakewood. That kid who showed up with his dad. That's to watch it. The yeah, race that kid. Right. Yeah. Just, just decided we're going to go race and, and get points. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I had him. I had him. Uh, all right, uh, Washugo. I gave this advice at the beginning, and it's true. Watch in, watch the time practice because there's different guys that show up at this race. You know what I mean? Um, so uh, keep an eye on that because everyone we're doing this on a Thursday, but there'll be dudes showing up uh, like Tyler Bowers, like Justin Heff um, in the 450 class, and maybe maybe Tommy Week. I don't know. I think he kind of hung Tommy out. Tommy Week's racing for sure. Oh, he is. Okay, so see, so yeah. Tommy Week, these kind of, these type of guys. Keep an eye on that. But for now, uh, for Washugal JT, who do you like in 450s? Um, yeah, I, I think we'll have to look and see where Tommy Week lands on a handicap. That'll that'll determine his value. Um, what what should he somewhere, be? What, yeah, tell us what he should uh, be. I think he should be somewhere like a 15, something like that. Okay. It could be. I could see him being anywhere from a 10 to a 20. Uh, I don't. I don't know how Justin will formulate it because I don't think he has any real data to go off of. Yeah. Internationals in a while, so I think he's just going to be guessing more than anything. So wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised to see any number thrown out there. Yeah. Well, just wait and see on that. Uh, Barsha's interesting. He's won here before. Uh, I don't know what the, how that translates into now. You know, that's been two years ago that he won here, but he's been riding pretty well, and the the field is thin significantly. So uh, his you know the task of getting a decent finish at a zero is is not that that you know crazy. Michelia, I don't know. I, I would probably stay away because he had some heat problems. It's going to be hot again this weekend, um, and you just 
at this point, you know, I think he's got a deal in the works to stay where he's at. I don't think it's crisis mode for him. So if he wasn't perfect this weekend, that could hurt you badly. I thought his uh, his first moto that was strong though. I might I thought yeah, that was better yeah, than I thought. Right. Yep. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. I'm just I'm a little scared of right. what you know right. heat exhaustion does to you or whatever a few days later. So. Yep. But how does uh, Benny Boss? Sorry to cut you off. How does Bogle go to a five and and Basegli uh, is a four? How does that even make sense? Well, Bogle had a yeah, ter- ter- it, it doesn't. Bogle had a terrible um, Millville. He also he also won a moto a few weeks ago. Well, that was a long time ago now, but. Well, Matt. The last time Matt raced before Moto One Millville was 2000. Yeah, but if you go so. off Matt, if Matt Matt performed pretty well, you know, if you go off that, I, I I'm I'm first one to pile on Justin here, but I, I think in this case I get it because Matt got yeah. a tenth without the without the heat exhaustion happening. He okay, was, who do you who do you pick this weekend? Bogle out of five or Matt out of four? Uh, Bogle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> Um, okay. <laughs> all right, JT. Who else? What about what about Bowers? What should Bowers be in heft? Uh, I think Bowers should be pretty high. I, I think uh, something like you know um, at least a, at least a six or an eight, at least if not higher. And is he pickable at that? For me, it's it's risky. Um, he hasn't raced an outdoor all season. Um, I don't really know what his program is so much. You know, I see him posting pictures of a Kawasaki at times, but I don't know what that entails or what it means. Or <laughs> yeah, he's on a Kawasaki. You know, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I know he's about to have a baby, and I'm sure he's busy with that. So for me, it's a little risky. And unless you know, he, uh, Justin throws a, a 18 or a 20 at him or something, then I have to reassess everything. Um, but you're when you get down to that six or eight range where I think Bowers will be, you're basically counting on him to have a good moto. Like it can't be just like yeah he was out there like it has to be good yeah. for it to be a decent pick you know which is a little scary yeah fourteen 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 doesn't get it done or fourteen sixteen doesn't no get it done. no not at right. you know not at a six or seven I, I don't right. want that I mean fifty points is not what you're aiming for you know so um, moving down the list I don't know what to make about um, Keith Harrison and I'm skipping over a few guys we talked about Bobo we talked Christian Craig we talked you know Dabolos um, this is a good. Good track for Davos, but at a negative one, I, I just can't do anything with a negative one on Davos. Uh, I agree. more like Moussian yeah. yeah. or somebody. I've got to go with that, but I would stay away from Davos there. Keith Harrison, I don't know what to make of him. I don't know a lot about his program. I just know his results have been all over the place and not quite what they were last year. So um, I would stay away just from my uncertainty there. Cody Cam, I don't know if he's racing, but he would be awful tempting if he was at an 18. Although the last two weekends he's burnt. You know, he's burned everybody that's picked him, so that's that's the risk with some of these guys is it could go, you know, it could be a 100-point day or it could be a 40-point day and you're, you know, kicking yourself in the nuts. So, uh, let's see. Van Martin, we've talked about. He's not a quitter. Um, he, he was back on the 250. You know, he's, he's been on the 450 at Southwick and the 250 this past weekend, so watch to see what he practices on and then, and then reassess. Merriam, uh, I, picked, I picked him last weekend. He's still a 20, so... That should be enough evidence there for what I think. Henry Miller, I don't know what the hell to do with him, man. He's been riding so well, but at a four, you have to you have to basically evaluate him and see if he worth it at a four. If he goes eleven thirteen, could you find a guy that could get you more points? You know, that's part of this game. So, without going through every single guy, most men yeah. I think will be pretty good this weekend. Uh, Norin, this is his best track, so keep that in mind. Uh, he's been strong all year. This is his best track. So even though at a three, it doesn't look that enticing. This is his best track. Uh, what Western should Pike? What, yeah. what about Heft? What about Heft? What should he be? Would you pick him? Glenn Helen was great. 
Yeah, I probably would. Um, I don't know what he's been up to since then, but uh, knowing he's, you know, West Coast guy and typically West Coast guys do well at California, if he's anything above a 10, I think you got to go with him. Um, it'll be interesting to see what Justin does. Not Justin Heff, Justin uh, Paris, the owner of the site, because yep. these are the one. these are the races where it really gets interesting to see how he evaluates them and where he puts their number because you don't have a ton of data. And they've done well, really well one time. So I never really know where he's going to go with this. So I'm curious to see what he does with with, uh, with his handicap. Uh, Dan, would you pick Heft or Bowers? Any of those guys if they're six and eight or ten? Yeah, it's tough. Like JT said, we're not real sure what Heft or Bowers' program is like. Uh, I know Heft was really impressive at Glen Helen. If he was a seven eight, I think I could gamble with him as long as the qualifying times were good. Um, with Bowers, I think you'd have to be over a 10 for me, um, just because he hasn't raced uh, an outdoor all year. Over a 10? And wow. Okay. For Bowers, I, mean, I, I think it's – yeah, I mean, huh? Cooper Webb's out this weekend, so that's one more spot that everyone everyone does move up. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I think – I don't think that Bowers beats like Benny Bloss. And Benny, Benny was 14th last weekend. You know what I mean? So – a fifteen fifteen if he's a six or something isn't really a great day. So uh I, I don't know. I agree with JT though on the picks. I mean Davalos you can't really pick him out of minus one. I think that there's not a ton of value there. He has been good the last two weekends, but if anything was to go wrong you're you're not getting double points. So what about uh Norn at a three? Do we all like Norn at a three or is that too low? It's it's pickable. It's okay. Yeah. 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 He could go eight, eight, yeah, eight, or something like that. You know, Pike's good at Washington yeah, well, too. Guys, yeah. The, yeah. the Henry Millers and oh, there's a lot of guys in here. Um, you know that are gonna be around the same amount of points. I think they'll be in that twenty, twenty to thirty-five points per moto. It's just who steps up and who doesn't. You know, there's a lot of guys yeah, that Pike's are. Yes, I could pick him. Go ahead, Jeff. Pike's Pike's been good here in the past. He oh, actually yeah. won me a fantasy. He won me a fantasy championship at. Washougal. I had a, such a huge weekend, and uh, yeah, he he's been good at Washougal, top ten many times. So I think that you could look at Pike at a three. It just depends, though. I mean, if where, where he puts Heft and Bowers, you, your team could be Heft, Bowers, and you know Tommy Week if they're all good handicaps. You know, yeah. we could all end up having the same team. Um, it just depends. What about uh, Bloss at an eight? He was too low last week. JT, you and I debated a little bit over it. I I don't know what, what was he six last week. Um. I don't know. Four. Four, yeah. I'm, I'm like, sure. no. And JT, you were like, eh. But he's an eight now. but And one race under the belt, you know, like a little better. What do you guys think of Benny Bloss at an eight, JT? Um, I'm going to need to see a little more on the fitness side. Right. Uh, he looked like he was really laboring that second moto. Uh, so that's, that's a concern. Um, at an eight, it's obviously more attractive. But it's going to be hot this weekend. They're saying 80, 88, 89, 90, maybe. I've seen it. It's been fluctuating a bit this week. Um, uh, Washougal can be deceptively hot. So I'm not saying it's it's not possible, but I, I really try to steer away from guys that are working their way back into this thing. Um, their, their expectations aren't super high. The Benny's locked into the Rocky Mountain KTM team for next year. Um, so I would be more inclined to pick a guy like Vogel who his team is seemingly going away than I would Benny. Uh, even, even though both of them could DNF and both of them seem like they were struggling late in the day at Millville, uh, I look for the guys that are more motivated. 
All right, uh, 250s for Washougal. Um, is this the weekend, Dan, that Justin Hill is a, is a pickable at a nine? Home track. I can't pick him. <laughs> I just can't. Is, is he even going to race, though? That's the whole thing. Yeah. I heard his wrist. No, though, so I don't know if he's going to race. He was playing the guitar Wednesday. He looked like, I don't know, any guitar. He's always playing he the looked guitar, just like him. Well, you need your he's wrist playing the guitar, the guitar in the second half of most of the motos this year. Well, I don't know. He's, I, I just can't pick him. He's been quitting too much, and that's that's what I have to stay away from if I'm going to make any run at this this top ten. And uh, yeah, he's of course pickable, Steve. He, he goes three, get third like he did last year or the year before. But I just don't know. I, I just don't see it happening. Right. Um, there's a there's a lot of good two fifty picks. You could pick uh, Bradley Taft on eleven. Um, I picked him last week. He was a 14. Not as much value, but I still think he could pay off. I think that McElrath out of three is still a good pick. Um, you know, you picked him out of three last week, so, yeah. uh, you know, and he got third in a moto. It's just, and he's a good starter. So um, Alex Martin's out this weekend, so that's a, that's one spot that many of them guys, you know, will probably go up one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know what to think about Cunningham out of an eight. Like, I want to pick Cunningham. Oh, boy. He's been really good. He's yeah. podiumed Washougal before. Um, he's been really good here many a times. But it's not the same Cunningham with, like, a lot of speed we've been seeing in the last few races. So, for me, if I had to pick four right now, I go any four that I yeah. can pick. I go McElrath, Taft. I like Colt Nichols. And I like Luke Renslin out of seven. I don't think this is Renslin's kind of track. No? No. No, I'd stay away from Renslin for this weekend. Um, what is he? He's a seven. He's been, yeah. he's been good, though. He has been. Um, yeah, Hampshire would be a nice pick. He's been doing pretty good, but now he's negative two. So not enough there, right, JT, for Hampshire? I mean, he's been sneaky good. but Yeah, I don't – I really – even though at Colorado – uh, I think two or maybe even three of the best picks from Colorado were negative. Sabachi, maybe Cincerillo. There were there were negative picks at the top of the board. So mm-hmm. I may sound foolish saying this. I just I'm not a big fan of the negative handicap pick. Right. So, um, what about what about Scuba? Scuba Steve Clark. He's not going. Oh okay. All right. His his next race will be Unadilla. All right. Scuba Steve killing it in one moto, anyways. Uh, JT, yeah, he's been good. He's been good. JT, your four picks. Uh, my four on Thursday. Uh, I would take a hard look at Gustavo de Souza, assuming he's there. Uh, he was at Hangtown, so I, I'm assuming he's going. Um, man, I, I don't think I can pick Justin Hill. I, as much as as tempting as that is, I, home race. I know he's going to be. You know, he's from Oregon. I know he's going to be motivated. I just. Do you think, way too much risk there. Do you think he's been too busy uh, polishing his Supercross trophy, as he told one fan on social media? <laughs> I don't know. I just don't think his motivation's all that high. And, and, you know, when your motivation's not high, it's really easy to find reasons to not do well. So, Isn't it crazy, know, though? Too, like, too aren't, you, aren't you seriously worried if you're Mitch Payton about this kid? He delivered you a title and killed it. But it's like, bro, you got a lot more to go in this sport before, you know, like that Supercross title is not, I don't know. I mean, there's a, well, his I mean, history his, is full of his, dudes who, who. Yeah, but his fate is sealed with that number one plate. 
he's going to get a deal. Oh no, no, he's yeah, got the number one play. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, but but I'm saying so. it, it, when it comes to you know future seasons, yeah, he's yeah. Good I honestly year. think I think he realizes where the money is, and that's Supercross, and that's where he puts his effort into because there was no denying he was working hard during Supercross. I mean, he was really fit, making big moves at the end of the races. Like, so I, I just don't think his effort level is there right now, and. I, and I, I'm, you know, we're all speculating, but I just don't see him really caring so much about how the outdoors are going because he knows, you know, he knows where his value is, and that's going to be starting next January. Uh, Mitchell Harrison, Dan, at a two. Yeah, I don't hate it. I mean, he's been getting better. Yep. Uh, each week, yeah, I mean, Red Bud obviously was the one race he did really good at, but he's been top ten overall every weekend. So, if you're looking for some solid guys, you know, a guy like Harrison or. Um, I, I don't like RJ at a minus two. No. Too much goes wrong. Too much goes wrong with him, either crashing or, or bike issues and things. But I, I'm curious to see if any privateers show up and get added. You know, the, oh, for sure the guys like be, the Tommy yeah. Weeks yeah. and the locals, because I think there could be. This is one of those races where you can pick guys like that. You know, um, they're very fast at this this track, and I think well, last year is going to be really hot too. Right. So go ahead, JT. Yeah, last year there were you know the Tyler Entignaps and Nick Schmitz and those guys jumped in here and they paid off. I stayed away from them because I was too scared of the one one race and not in shape thing. But they, uh-huh. those guys paid off big last year. Tyler Entignap was maybe the best pick in the 450 class last year. Yeah, so yeah keep that in mind. Yeah, um, and and I don't know. I think Justin Heff's going to be a really good pick. I don't know what he's going to be, but I, I I mean that kid's he's going to be on a team, so you know his his program will be solid as far as the bikes staying together and all that. Um, so. Um, yep. All what right. bike is he riding? Is he riding the same bike as Glen Helen? I don't know. Because I, I don't think that bike was the best from what I heard. I heard it was uh, Oh yeah. not the most reliable. I mean, it worked out that day, don't get me wrong, but yeah. I heard there were some concerns going in that his bike was maybe going to make it, maybe not. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, for and, me, it's going to depend on his handicap. Yep. N-Fab.com, proudly built in Houston, Texas, USA. Jeep, truck, and SUV uh, parts. Uh, Scott Sports and Pro Taper. And the Rocky Mountain guys all on board with us. Dan Truman, Jason Thomas. Thanks, boys. All right, guys. See you.